Welcome, you're listening to the Long Overdue Podcast, a production of the Decatur Public Library, featuring Denise, Dawn, Pat, and Chris, that's me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What are we talking about today, Chris? Today we're talking about Christmas media. All Mm -hmm. forms of Christmas media are favorites or least favorites or most hated (laughs) <laughs> but books, movies, music, and mm. everything in between. All right. Mm-hmm. Between, uh, yeah, that's Christmassy. Okay. okay. Anybody yeah. want to start with a favorite Christmas book? I can, if you'd want. Oh, okay. One of my favorites is The Night Before Christmas, illustrated by Jan Piankowski. It's mm-hmm. all done in black and white. It's black silhouettes, so it's cut paper. And the only color in it is the Christmas tree. And then Santa's red hat or his whole red outfit. I think it's a whole red outfit, but that's the only color. Otherwise, it's just black and white silhouettes. And it's really striking. And but it it sounds like it would be kind of dark and weird Mm -hmm. for kids, but it's not at all. It's it's wonderful. They love it. But it's my favorite. And do we have a copy of that in the library? I don't think we do because I think it's out of print. Yeah, oh, wow. I don't think it was it was ordered when you know it was available. Mm-hmm. I can check and see because it would be great to have that. But yeah, I think it's out of print. I'll check. Okay, while somebody else is talking. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've only read a couple of Christmas books, and they are both YA young adult fiction. I've read Dash and Lily's Book of Dares that was written by Rachel Kahn, C-O-H-N, Kahn? Sounds right. And David Levithan. They've collaborated on a few books, including Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. And I just recently found out that there was a sequel done to Dash and Lily's Book of Dares that I did not know had come out last year, like last Christmas. And so, there's that. And also, White Light by Jay Asher, who wrote 13 Reasons Why. And that, I, I really enjoyed that one. Like, I liked both of them, but I think if I was going to pick a favorite between those two, it'd be White Light. I don't think I've read enough Christmas books to say. I, I think the only one I've read is The, Night, or, uh, the, the Christmas Carol. And how'd you feel about it? Did you hate it? Did you like it? Were you indifferent? It was it was pretty good, I guess. It, it was a long time ago too. I was in high school, middle, did you, middle school actually. Oh. Mm. Did you have a hard time like separating what you had seen, like all the different Christmas Carol stuff, from the book, or were you able to just be like? No, I don't remember having that issue. Oh. I mean, it was Charles Dickens. Mm-hmm. I don't know what else to say about that. <laughs> it's probably the shortest thing he's That's, ever oh, absolutely. ever written. Thing, and it's yeah. probably the only thing of his that I've ever like actually read. All the way through? All the way through. Wow. So here's my Charles Dickens story. 
The first three Charles Dickens books that I ever read, I read in the Reader's Digest condensed version, Mm -hmm. and I loved them. (laughs) And then I found out that that wasn't the real thing. It was, you know, really short. So (sighs) I was disappointed. Did you go back and like? Well, I was an English major as a graduate student, Mm -hmm. so yeah, I had to read some of them. but I did go back and read all of them that I had read in the in the condensed version, and I thought, mm, okay, I, <laughs> the condensed version gave me what I needed. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I didn't gonna, miss anything. Really, I was going to ask, except like, just a lot of words. It seemed but like he it was, was one of those people who was serialized and paid by the words. Mm-hmm. So you know, have to give him credit for making a living. That's true. Wow. <laughs> anyway, that's not about Christmas. But so I read the Christmas Carol, is. and <laughs> so here's a here's a literary allusion in a literary work, um, the Outlander series in the third book, I think, when they're all older and Claire's in the 20th century with her daughter from Jamie's from the tw- the 18th century, um, and she says that they had a tradition that they read the Christmas Carol with Brianna, the daughter, every Christmas Eve. And I thought, holy cow, that's really long Yeah, to just read every year over and over. I mean, a short story, sure, to read mm-hmm. the Christmas story or to read The Night Before Christmas or, you know, yeah. something like that. But A Christmas Carol, the mm-hmm. whole stinking thing. Mm-hmm. Wow. A good way to... Get your children to go to sleep, put I guess. Yeah, put everybody to sleep. <laughs> fall asleep right. at Christmas Did she say that they read the whole thing, that they yeah, finished it? Yeah, she said they read the whole thing every Christmas Eve. And I know it's short relative to other Dickens, but still. Wow. It's still a whole book. It is. It's still a whole Novella book. Novella yeah. is still not something you usually read in a sitting mm-hmm. aloud to a child. Yeah. So mm. I don't know if Diana Gabaldon thought that through very well. Oh, but she did. Oh well, maybe she'd only read the Reader's Digest version of A Christmas Carol, <laughs> or maybe she was thinking of the movies. <laughs> yeah, she thought two and, and a half hours. Yeah, not a big deal, <laughs> right? We don't have anything else to do for two and a half hours on Christmas Eve night. <laughs> what? Oh well, I don't really have any, I guess, favorites per se. Mm-hmm. If they were anything, it would be children's books mm-hmm. because I don't remember any specific Christmas books for YA or adult. I always read over Christmas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So there yeah. are Christmas associations for you. Maybe. For yeah. a lot of books. Yeah. yeah, but it's like not anything specific. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, well, the, the other one I thought of that, that for me is a real favorite is, a, is another children's book. It's Tommy DePaula's The First Christmas Pop-Up Book. That is one of the best pop-up books I've ever seen because, okay, first, it's tied with a with a bow, like a shoe, right? So you have to untie it and open it out left and right, like French doors, and there it is. And then every page flips up. No, at the, hmm, I don't remember even. It's been a long time. But I know on every page there's something to move. There's a little, mm-hmm. you know, something that, that slides back and forth. You can you make the star 
get bigger and brighter by by turning a little lever and and the star gets bigger and hmm. and then it it's really cool but it's one of my favorites that's cool yeah, yeah. that reminds me I, I do have a children's book that's a christmas book that mm-hmm. i really like uh-huh. it's one that we used to have in the library but i think that it's since been weeded you probably remember the one i'm talking about denise i think so I think it's just called Father Christmas, uh-huh. and it was uh, formatted kind of like a graphic novel kind of style, like a comic, little comic strip. Yeah. And it was Santa Claus getting ready to to go out and deliver presents for Christmas, and hmm. and he's like, you know, he's Father Christmas, but he's, you know, he's grumpy, and uh, he, ha- yeah. he hates how cold it is. And, and he doesn't want to hear anybody sing Jingle Bells again. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't remember that part. But he flies, he flies through, you know fog and rain and mm-hmm. sleet and then it shows like the little you know the little expletives that are blanked out oh, with like no. funny characters <laughs> you know he's like mur, 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 snow mur, 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 sleet <laughs> and that yeah and then then it shows him going to like the different houses and and at one point he goes into this house and instead of leaving out cookies they leave out a little snifter and a bottle of brandy. Oh my goodness! And and, and it says Dad said to help yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so he sits down. <laughs> Oh no! Yes. Takes does, he load fin- up. does he finish his rounds or is that? Yeah, he gets, no. They even like by the, the end of Christmas. By the end of the, the book, they even start to make him look like a little red in the face and stuff. From all, the- <laughs> of course, he also thinks he's getting a cold. So I don't know. Uh, <laughs> and then and then he he pulls out his Christmas ale when he gets home too. So it's just hmm. it's an all night. Yeah. So this is a Christmas. This was book. a Christmas oh, yeah. book. And a, yes, book. and it it was a children's book. I think it came out in like the seventies or yeah. something like that. Hmm. At a time when it was. Totally it, was, it was totally cool to, <laughs> to talk to children about alcoholism yeah. in a favorable light. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. So right. I, I, I'm, I always am greatly humored by that book every Thanks time I read it. Thanks for bringing that one in, Chris. I appreciate it. I always bring in all the, the worst stuff. Well, I, th- I wanted to contribute somehow. That's the only other one. We appreciate <laughs> and that. And I thought of it when you said children's books. So. <laughs> I have the best Good one. Awesome book. So another book I thought of, but I don't know if I want to call it a children's book, is The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Oh, yeah. Because the whole premise mm-hmm. is uh-huh. that the White Witch keeps it winter, but never Christmas. And yeah. then they know that her power's breaking when Father Christmas appears. Mm-hmm. And they have their feast, and he's got gifts and all that. Oh, that's a really good example. I have so, I have read that. So Yeah? See? <laughs> yeah. There you I just go. didn't realize. I didn't realize it. Well, I was trying to think of, of those examples. Of your Christmas reading. Yeah. Right. Of books that may may be Christmas and I just didn't remember, like because mm. you just don't think yeah. of it. Actually, over lunch, I read something out loud to Chris that I had uh, that I saw on social media where someone had said that the um, C.L. Lewis's or C.S. Lewis's uh, greatest work of fiction was convincing American children that they would like Turkish delight. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I saw that too. And it is so true. That is so true. Edmund was a schmuck. What an idiot to to turn to the dark side because of Turkish delight. Well, you know, I have tried them and they are, they're good. They're not Mm. something that I would turn for. (laughs) You would betray your whole family for Turkish delight? No. I, I had... One bite of Turkish delight and said, "No, thank you." Yeah, it sounds gross. It just didn't catch me. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they should have done you. Maybe he should use baklava. 
Mm. Maybe that, that wouldn't have turned me. I again. don't think that would. Either. I like baklava, better. but at least it's delicious. <laughs> It's magically delicious. I mean, we'd still be like, it doesn't have schmuck, quite but the <laughs> Yeah, really. It doesn't have quite the same ring as Turkish delay. No, I don't, I don't know. know but I, there's, I, don't think I mean, so. it could have been marzipan or. Oh, yeah, yeah. Something. something. Not, I don't know. Hmm. All right, so here's, here's our task. We need to all come up with something that should have been in place of Turkish delight to turn Edward. To the side of the white witch. So, all right, not right now. I was gonna say, come back. <laughs> a turtle, come back. <laughs> oh, well, at that age, okay. You know, because you got to think about his age. Too. Yeah. Hmm. Let's see a turtle. Of course, yeah. It's, it does have the nuts in it. Okay, you know, I'm thinking of mm-hmm. lambs candies from Austin. Pecan pralines. Mm. They are the best ever. Okay. We're going to have to make a list of all these companies we push in, in this podcast. But I grew up in Austin, and, and the place to go for pecan pralines, anytime anybody was visiting from outside the state, or you know, you needed to get a thank you gift for anybody, or whatever, it was lamb's candies. And you got pecan pralines, because that was their, like, their specialty. That's what they were known for. Kind of like the Collins Street Bakery from Corsicana and their fruit cake. I was just, I was just thinking about that, which I've tried, and I definitely would not turn for that either. Yeah, the so. fruit cake. Right. Anybody's fruit cake? Yeah, same here. Does anybody here like fruit cake? I don't think I've ever had my my actual my mother in law made fruit cake. It, I guess you don't call it fruit cake if it doesn't have all the fruit. It, it just had candied cherries in it. <laughs> it was so good cherry because cake. I like cherries about anything, like yeah. any kind of cherries. But I guess that doesn't count as fruitcake if it's only got one kind of fruit. Uh, if it's cake and it's got fruit in it. It's fruitcake. Yeah, but there's a cherry cake. It's, a cherry it's only cake. got cherry. But if it's made in the style of a fruitcake. Because yeah, I don't think people but, recognize fruitcake for all the different fruits. But okay. She, well, but... <laughs> Yeah, but it was a little different from what we think of as fruitcake here because she's from up north, okay? Oh, my goodness. And <laughs> so everything's a little different. It's kind of like that whole stuffing and dressing thing. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, but her fruitcake, it wasn't as dense as, as what we usually make down here. It was, it was a little bit more like a pound cake rather than a, I don't even know what to call it. I like a loaf. A fruitcake. <laughs> I don't know what other thing is that dense. A loaf, like a yeah. Like a I don't know. It was it was more kind of like bready, yeah. yeah. It was more bready mm-hmm. than that really dense, really moist kind of thing. It was it was a little drier and a little less dense. Mm-hmm. But oh well. I like fruitcake. So my mom had had developed <laughs> this recipe for fruitcake bars, or it was like a a cookie, and but she would make it in a giant pan and and make bar cookies out of it and the only person in the family who really really liked it was my dad 
So when my mom passed away, we were looking through the cookbooks and the recipes and, you know, who wants this and who gets that. And mm-hmm. I was really excited because I got the cookbook that was my mom's handwritten mm-hmm. recipes for all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And there slid in the back was this piece of paper with fruitcake bars written at the top. Mm-hmm. And my sister said, well, I don't want that. And my brother said, mm, I'll pass. And I said, hmm, I guess nobody wants that. And immediately daddy said, Somebody needs to keep that recipe because I want those every Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) And he got those every Christmas. (laughs) So who kept the recipe? Paulette, my sister. (laughs) Yeah. It wasn't me because I knew nobody in my family would want them. (laughs) Oh, well. Okay. That's enough about that. So there are some of those. We were talking about this earlier. There are some of those those adult kind of romance authors mm-hmm. who do Christmas special books. And Chris, was that you that said, that was you. <laughs> Somebody said they're like the Hallmark movie channel. Yeah, yeah. yeah I said they're like the... looked at me like they me. had no idea. Well, what I wasn't sure what about. you were about to say. <laughs> I, know I thought it. maybe you were going to say something else. <laughs> I, I think yeah. he thought he was going to be thrown in the... No, because no, I think he's absolutely right. Who the most romance novels here? Yes. Chris. They're like... They're yes, like, I know, because I've read all of them. Well, you read everything, right? Because no. you're the cataloger. I look at everything. There you go. But yes, I said they're like the book equivalent of a Hallmark movie. You know, but, the cheesy Christmas ones. Yeah, but it's perfect. Year. I mean, if you want light reading and you want sure. something that's kind of uplifting and, and happy for the spirit, mm-hmm. you know, you've got the Debbie McComber and Donna mm-hmm. Andrews and... Oh, Jane Susan Wiggs. Yes, Jane yeah. Karen. Okay, so maybe I have Grace read a Burrows, Christmas Grace Stephanie Lawrence. <laughs> all those people that, you know, have books that come out during the year, but then they do a special one mm-hmm. that kind of has a Christmas theme, and it it sort of fits in with their series. It's those characters, that setting you know, the, the Cedar Cove or the, mm-hmm. I don't remember the name of the Donna Andrews town, but all those places that, that you recognize, and so it's kind of a good feeling just because you're yeah. sort of already identified with them. But I don't know that anybody thinks one of those is their favorite. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of yeah. those types of movies, um, Melissa De La Cruz, who's a YA author who uh-huh. wrote uh, the Blue Blood series, mm-hmm. and um, she's actually got quite a lot of books. Yeah, she does. Out, she but she's actually written, I want to say it was either two or three christmas movies for hallmark that are going oh, to be wow. premiering oh this 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 holiday season and so one of them is of course a retelling of pride and prejudice oh for christmasy okay. type and i think right. i think it's a gender swapped so oh, okay. like the mr darcy character is a, a female and the elizabeth character is huh, okay so okay interesting hmm. yeah i'm I'm looking forward to watching them. It's probably going to be one of those things that's uh, not my usual thing, mm-hmm. but I'll probably make fun of it throughout the whole thing. There you mm-hmm. go. And it'll be fun. Yeah. <laughs> Mystery Science 2000 version yeah. of yeah. Hallmark movies. Hallmark movies. So speaking of that, I saw that the, is it NBC that's been doing the 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 play live once a year at Christmas time? They started with Sound of Music mm-hmm. and... Did Was it NBC Peter or Pan? ABC? It's, I don't remember. It's, but they're doing a Christmas story this year. The one with the Red Rider BB gun and you'll mm-hmm. shoot your eye out and all that. It, that's what they're doing this year 
for mm. their live. I did see play. the ad for that last. Yeah, night. and yeah. I can't remember who's in it. I'm sure there's somebody with a recognizable name. But right. I recognize I the lady's remember. face, but I'm not sure who she is. I mean, putting a name. Yeah, to I it. just saw it go by and didn't hear any names or see any faces I recognized because I wasn't paying attention. But I saw that come through because, of course, Denton Community Theater is doing a Christmas story mm-hmm. this, this December. <laughs> Well, that was a nice segue into movies. I think it's Fox. Is it Fox? Christmas hmm. Story Live Musical set at Fox. Is it Fox? That would make sense. That's who was showing the Cowboys yesterday. And I think that's when I saw it. <laughs> that was probably when the football I saw it. game yesterday. It says Maya Rudolph is the star in Fox's A Christmas Story Live Musical. Ooh, I might. How can Maya watch that? Rudolph be the star? Because the star is the kid who wants the Red Ryder BB gun. Hmm. Well, she's the top build, so therefore... She's the name yep. that's going to draw people. Okay, the, the star. I don't think the So is she the character. mom? She has to be the mom. She's got to be the mom. Weird. Yeah. Because if it's not the kid, it's the dad, I thought, that was the lead role. I don't know. Tell me anything else. Okay. Interesting. So NBC was the first to do the whole musical thing with the Sound of Music and Peter Pan. Okay. But this one is done. Is going to be done on Fox. Okay. So let's talk about Christmas movies we like or don't. Well, as a follow-up to last time, I talked about the Christmas story. Yeah. And... Uh, it was a cliffhanger because <laughs> we weren't ready to talk about those yet. So yeah, I, when I was a kid, I used to be creeped out by that movie, and I didn't, I didn't really understand it, you know. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was, and I, I like, I thought all the the parts where he like, you know, s- sees his little visions of how things will go and uh-huh. stuff like that were really creepy. Uh. And like when his dad would go down and fight with the furnace or whatever. Like that was creepy. It's like, what's down there? And you know, later you find out it's just—it's the furnace. It's just the furnace. But, but they do—they do a really good job building it up and making it really creepy. So when you're a kid and you don't understand things like that, it's just—it's like. So does that mean that the Christmas Story is really an adult's movie, not a kid's? I movie? really think it is because now that I'm an adult, I right. really, I really appreciate a lot of the things in yeah. it. Yeah. And it's probably one of my favorite Christmas movies, actually. And since yeah. it's a it's a memoir kind of kind mm-hmm. of story, it's a recollection as an adult of what well, happened to. We do have this kid. book, and it yep. is in the juvenile section. <laughs> Just <laughs> FYI. Well, ready? <laughs> so I don't ever remember watching it all the way through when I was a kid, but I do okay. remember coming across part of it that I remember watching, and it was the part where his tongue gets stuck to the, <laughs> to the, to the pole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the dreaded triple dog dare. <laughs> right. Well, there was this one time that I had gone down to the school. We lived about three blocks 
from the school. And mm-hmm. so I just went down there one day and it had been snowing and I was on the merry-go-round. Oh, no. And there was probably about, I don't know, an inch or two of snow piled up on it. And I went to lick the snow off because we, I'm sorry, we ate snow. I mean, not yellow <laughs> snow, remind, fresh snow. Remind us where you grew up. Oh, sorry, in Montana. Uh-huh. So. Because <laughs> we have no gun, no context for this. That, that's for, true. Right. That's this true. much snow and yeah. also this much clean snow. Right. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> okay. So I went to lick the snow off the top and my tongue for just a brief second stuck. I mean, it was just that instant of pure panic. <laughs> because I was down there by myself. Oh, if no. I had gotten stuck, nobody would have known where I was. I would have been there forever mm. <laughs> with my tongue stuck to this thing. But I mean, it really was just like a second. But it was very frightening. <laughs> I cannot explain the fear that went through my, in that, in that my brief young moment. Head. Yes. Terrible. Wow. But it, so it reminds me of that part of the movie, mm-hmm. and so I'd never really watched it until I'd gotten older. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I can relate to that. Can you, can you relate to the bundling up and not being able to put your arms down kind of thing? <laughs> that was, that's really funny. Just that about. was really funny. Yeah, you had to bundle up. So I happened to run into, this weekend I happened to run into a friend who was in a past year's production of A Christmas Story. Mm -hmm. And she said something. She said, oh yeah, when we did it before, I played Santa's elf and I smoked during the whole scene (laughs) just to make it that much more rude and Uh disturbing Mm -hmm. that, oh... I'm Santa's elf with this gravelly voice and smoking like <laughs> the chimney. <laughs> so, yeah. Hmm. Okay. So is that anybody's favorite Christmas movie? Is it? I, I is said it? it's, it's one, of one, of, one of them. But one of, okay. But not like your absolute favorite? It's my dad's favorite. No. Really? Mm-hmm. M- one of my favorites was A Miracle on 34th Street. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the old I, one? Yes. I had yeah, definitely. I had watched that when I was younger and I normally would not have watched a black and white. Uh-huh. I mean just as a child to be interested right. in that, but for some reason it just caught my attention and I Natalie Wood is adorable in yeah. that, isn't she? No wonder she got to be famous as a movie star. Yeah. It's just adorable. Hmm. So Edmund Gwynn was the <laughs> ultimate Santa. Yeah, yep, that was a good one where they sent all the letters to Santa mm-hmm. and all that. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. I think that's my husband's favorite Christmas movie. I never watched that until I was an adult. Yeah. Somehow I missed it. Hmm. I don't know that I really care for that one that much. It's not my favorite, but there are parts of it I really like. It always, mm-hmm. I, it always made me sad. I do like, I do like well, the story... Yeah. The, the whole little scene where um, where she learned, Natalie Wood's character learns to make animal sounds because she's never been allowed to play make-believe or pretend mm-hmm. games. Mm-hmm. And so Santa teaches her to, to make animal sounds, pretend she's a monkey and <laughs> do that kind of thing. It's really funny. But when he spoke Dutch to that little girl... <laughs> <laughs> So my husband's favorite is It's a Wonderful Life. And we watch that one every year. 
And we I'd watched never, that one every year, too. Yeah. I'd never watched it until I met him. I guess they, as a family, watched it all the time, too. So hmm. that one makes me cry. Mm-hmm. Always. Yes. At me the beginning too. and at the end. <laughs> <laughs> I am so not Christmassy. Like, I don't think I've watched It's a Wonderful Life all the way through. I don't think I've seen Merlin through Fourth Street all the way through. I'm just not... I am total oh, Scroogey. Like, I just. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, well, I. So. <laughs> so why are you here? <laughs> because there's some things about Christmas she likes, right? Uh, I guess. Uh. No, my, I'm, I have to say, I think my favorite movie was Scrooge. Which one? The, the, the one called Scrooge. The, the, the musical, musical with one. Albert Finney. Yes. That is my all-time <laughs> favorite Christmas movie ever. That When I was growing up, that was my favorite movie. If the, uh, That was the one I had to watch. If we ever watched a movie, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I had to watch that one. I love that one. The only I thing the is, songs. yes, it's fun. Yeah. And I, I don't know. It's just, I've, it's a, a great production, but the, I think that I watched it so much uh-huh. growing up that at this point, I don't even think about watching it anymore. It's like... <gasps> I've seen this movie so many times, I don't even have to watch it anymore. Oh, no. That's so sad, Sorry. Chris. <laughs> I know. I got all excited, and then I'm like, I, I, like, I don't want to watch it again. I'm just done. You learned that part of the Scrooge story. <laughs> wow. Okay. That makes me think I was, of the... I was about to be so excited, and then, wow. That makes me think of the Bill Murray Scrooge. <laughs> Yep. Well, does so there was. A, oh, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> since we're on the subject of, still of Scrooge and and stuff, I was going to ask: Does anybody remember any like ever watching any of the shows? Because it seems like a lot of shows and like cartoons and oh, stuff always had. Would I have that? an episode where they would yeah. do their version of a Christmas Carol? Donald mm-hmm. Duck. Mm. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Scrooge hmm. McDuck. Isn't that his name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mickey's Christmas Carol. Yeah, I think the funniest one I saw was the there was an episode of Ghostbusters. What? Where something an you episode know the of car- cartoon the cartoon okay where the Ghostbusters ha- somehow end up going back in time and they end up helping Ebenezer Scrooge because he's got a ghost problem. So <laughs> they capture they capture all the spirits and then when they go back to the future, it's you know. It's Scrooge World, essentially. And then they have to go back and release uh, the spirits so that they can learn his lesson. <laughs> he learned nothing. Isn't that silly? Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. I was thinking of the not this not an episode of anything, but it's the Henry Winkler version of a Christmas. Oh, the Carol. American Christmas Carol. Yeah, that's right. That's what it was called. It was a made for T V movie. That I guess was okay. I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. For you know. For for I mean, it was a good it was a good TV. adaptation. Yeah, you know, I of guess an, it was. Like an I guess it was. It was kind of nice that it was the the new setting. It was an appropriate setting yeah. too. Is the depression? You know, yeah. So. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Muppet Christmas Carol all the way. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, everybody. That's I don't a, like the Muppets. Just in all, across <laughs> the board, you, you just don't like the Muppets. <laughs> I just never really did like the Muppets. I don't know. Hmm. I mean, okay. I liked Sesame Street a little bit. Okay. Um, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> like, yeah. Do you just, just not like puppets? 
Maybe. Is it puppets? I mean, it's not like it, anything creeps me out or anything right. like that. It's just, no, I just don't like the puppets. You just puppets. don't like puppets? Yeah. Just, they don't do anything for me. It's like, yeah, I can leave them. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, my family likes Muppet Christmas Carol mm-hmm. a lot. Everybody, everybody does. We have... So here's another Charles Dickens story. Um, when my kids were little bitty, they liked to have us run and pick them up by their arms and, you know, run mm-hmm. with them so they didn't have to run, you know, they were just flying through the air. And so somehow we got into this habit of after church on Sunday, we had our church is in a downtown area and you have to cross kind of a busy street to get to the parking lot. And so we would we would pick up my son and say, run like the Dickens, okay? And then somehow it morphed into run like Charles Dickens. <laughs> so that's what we would say. We would pick him up by his arms and have him flying through the air and saying, run like Charles Dickens. And that's our Charles Dickens story. So <laughs> when the Muppet Christmas Carol came out, we all wanted to see it because it was... Charles Dickens, mm-hmm. and now there is a new, there is a new movie coming out with Dan Stevens as Charles Dickens, Ooh. writing a Christmas story. I mean, yeah, Christmas. he's while he's writing it. Huh. Let me find the name. It's and I, and all the details. I'll find. Yeah, that. I'd forgotten all about that till just this minute. Because <laughs> you had me at Dan Stevens. Yeah, I, I knew that. <laughs> okay. We'll come back to that. Uh-huh. Did I forget to say I don't like Elf on the Shelf? It's creepy. No, you haven't said that yet. I haven't said that yet. So back to books and things related to books. There's the book, Elf on a Shelf. That's where it came from, I think. But then they started making these real little elves, mm-hmm. and they sit around and look at you mm-hmm. Yep, no. on the shelf. And they can be <laughs> anywhere, and it's really creepy just to think that there's this thing mm-hmm. out there and you don't know where it's going to be and it's watching you all the time it's just too it creepy. is really creepy it i don't is? like it either i i second that thank you but santa is santa's not this little creature yeah, he's not santa. a creepy santa's though. watching you all the time all the time, all the time. and it's taking notes <laughs> Yeah, but, about whether you've but been good Santa or not. isn't in your house, like, in a corporeal form. <laughs> Santa's omniscient, but this elf is not. This elf is just okay. in your house, like, a creepy stalker kind See, of thing. If, yes. You know those those terrible, scary Christmas movies they do? Uh-huh. I haven't seen any of them, but, you know, like... I requested Krampus. Krampus. Well, that one's probably... <laughs> it's based on a real, like, a real myth or whatever. So a real myth. <laughs> Yeah. Those fake myths. Anyway, I, I can see them doing <laughs> the a movie myths. of the, the elf on the shelf where the little elves come to life and start to do really oh, terrible, no. creepy oh, things. Oh, yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> and then people would stop buying that yes. and thinking it's a good thing to tell their children about. Yes. <laughs> I keep every year about this time I start seeing those posts from these friend, Facebook mm-hmm. friends who have kids where, oh, here's where Elf from the Shelf was today. And I'm thinking, mm-hmm. that's poor children. Mm-hmm. They're just <laughs> traumatized, traumatized by Christmas. Yep. And it'll never be the same again. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's the information. The man who invented Christmas. 
comes out November 22nd. It's a real movie in real theaters um, starring Dan Stevens as Charles Dickens. So that's it. He's trying to come up with a new story and new characters, and he's just at his wit's end, and this is what he comes up with. Biopic. <laughs> hmm. So there. We'll see how that goes. So, yeah. Definitely. In theaters now. <laughs> so, anybody like the Santa Claus? I love the Tim Santa Allen? Claus. Yeah? That's, I guess, probably one of the more recent, like, mm-hmm. that's one of my favorites. Not so much the other two. Um, yeah. Two and three, but the first one. We like one. the second one, too. We really yeah. do the Mrs. Claus. <laughs> I remember that one was okay. I didn't yeah, think that, the third like, the third one was really stupid. Martin Short just is yeah. not my favorite. Yeah. Anytime you need Martin Short to make something funny, <laughs> you've already bailed. Yeah, you've already failed. It's too late. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's too late. <laughs> but yeah, that was really well done. My favorite, <laughs> one of my favorite scenes is the very opening. Right after the Christmas party when he's trying to come home and he's on the phone pretending that he's still, that he's tied up in traffic and there's no one on the road. But they're singing, I'm Dreaming of a White Christmas and it's that version with the... Yeah. I love that. Anyway, yeah. Um, who plays the the elf Bernard? He's been on tons of other things. The elf Bernard. Yeah, 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 yeah. The main elf Bernard. He's been on lots of other things. He was on Numbers with the guy from the Alaska show. Um, he's been in lots of other things. Good grief! I lots of other things that I have not seen. Obviously. Well, apparently. <laughs> Oh, come on. Good grief. I should know this. I know Northern Exposure. <laughs> right. That's it. That's, that's, the, that's the Alaska show. Yeah. Yeah. He, was, he, was, he played the brother of the guy from Northern Exposure. All right. I got him. I got him. David Krumholtz. That's him. He's been in tons of things. So the other, the other thing I think about the third one is that by the third Santa Claus, cute little Charlie is not so cute anymore. <laughs> yes, but he's the girl. The little girl is is pretty adorable, yeah. Nobody's Wait. mentioned Charlie Brown yet. What? Sorry. Well, I was going to say you have to talk about Home Alone. You uh-huh. could. You do? Yes. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. It's a cute movie. It was. It was. I guess the first it, it was one. Fun. Yeah, yeah, the first yeah. one was. Yeah. yeah. I mean, how many times can you continuously forget your child at home? Right. Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> true. Where you going? First time have mentioned have have meant something. Have been to have you. been enough. Yeah. <laughs> and and not just like oh we forgot him at home. Where were we going to grandma's house? It was oh we got on the plane and went and we're one person short. Yeah. 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 And I didn't rec- realize this until we were already in the air. And in so the John Candy and the Polka Band, though, that's kind of worth it. <laughs> mm-hmm. That is kind of worth it. But as a child, yeah. it's kind of, you know, living, living dangerously it without is, your parents. Right. <laughs> and, you well, know, yeah, you all those, to, think about all those children's books where the parents 
sort of disappear for whatever reason, and so the kids have the adventure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Well, so yeah, it's it was it was fun, and the kid, you know, rigged up all these yeah these pretty clever traps kid. that would be probably impossible for. for for anything what, for a, ten, a real child 10 year old or whatever <laughs> to do all that stuff I, I but i love it i love the whole um the shooting scene <laughs> where he like pretends that <laughs> he always watches that movie where the the guy shoots the that lady guys. with the tommy gun yes and he's sure, scared the first I believe time you, but my tommy gun don't <laughs> And he like is like covering his eyes. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. See, it was funny. <laughs> okay. Chris and I enjoyed it. I guess. <laughs> I know, there's just something a little disturbing about even the bad guy having an imprint of an iron on his forehead yeah. and those kind of things. I yeah. It it is funny. It really is, but. It is probably a little violent. If I want to go for like slapstick comedy Christmas movies, I'm going with uh, the Christmas Vacation. Oh, Oh. my goodness gracious. That's that's where I'm going to be like, let's watch something stupid and silly with a Christmas tree in it. (laughs) (laughs) But when you have children around, which one would you pick? As they are usually, since I have no children, they're not my children. So, well. so you really don't care. So, so we're gonna watch Die Hard. Yeah. That's right. We will watch Die Hard. I saw I saw both of those movies when I was a child. As yeah. A child, so yeah, me too. Yeah. There's things that a, there's a lot of. I mean, yeah, there's things it, that just go over your. There's head a lot of things that older. a child just wouldn't understand. That's, that's what I was yeah. gonna say. A lot of that stuff that we would cringe at if we were sitting in the room with a child watching it they're just yep you know they're reaching for more popcorn or you know Mm -hmm. whatever i think my favorite part as a child was probably the opening where santa is it's a cartoon santa's trying to like deliver presents and he keeps running into all this trouble and then i was like this movie's not a cartoon what's wrong where did the cartoons go (laughs) where's cartoon santa (laughs) (laughs) I was lied to. False <laughs> advertising. Got me here All under right. false pretenses. Um, so, anybody watch Love Actually? No. 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 Okay, so <laughs> I've never seen this until a few years ago. Well, it's more than a few now, but um, a, a co-worker, you know, coming up on Christmas holidays, and a co-worker said, Oh yeah, we've got we're gonna watch Love Actually tonight. We watch it every year at Christmas and I said, What is that? And so I ended up watching it and it's okay. It's one of those four different you're following four different people mm. through their Christmas holiday and the, the sorrow and the, the joy and the this and the that and all that. It's just kind of funny. It's it had Hugh Grant, Alan Rickman, Emma Thompson Marissa Tomei, other people. Colin Firth. Do what? Colin. Colin Firth. Yes. Yes. Um, but it's kind of, it. you know, there's four different stories going on and it all kind of comes together at the end and everybody's happy and it's a lovely Christmas story except that 
you're not sure if it is really all happy and <laughs> you know it's too it's a little too realistic for me for Christmas <laughs> I don't know okay so what about gremlins I've never seen Gremlins, so I can't tell. Well, it's been a long time since I've seen it. And so I I don't know if there's a Christmas scene in it or if it was just released around Christmas. Gizmo was a Christmas gift. Okay. For son. I just remember. I think it was his son. Specific rules. Yes. And um, it was frightening. (laughs) It was frightening. Apparently, people thought it was a violent movie. Yeah. It was a violent movie. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it's a Christmas movie. I wouldn't have thought it was a Christmas movie. I wouldn't have movie. said it was a violent movie. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's a child. Unleashes a horde movie. of malevolently mischievous, mischievous <laughs> monsters. Say that three times fast. When you're a kid, they're kind of scary. Mm-hmm. That's why I haven't seen it. It's too scary for me. Yeah, well... We'll talk about that later. Christmas Carol is pushing it for me. Really? Really. I mean, some of those scenes in Scrooge, they're very scary. Yeah. Yeah. So on a lighter note. Yeah. Well, kind of a lighter note. um, The Polar Express. I'm not a fan. Mm -mm. That one was creepy. Yes. I'm not a fan. Tell me about it. It's too dark. It's it jumps all over. Tom Hanks doing all those parts all is just weird. All that CGI. Was yeah, just that CGI awful. was odd. Everybody looked creepy. Children. So that book to begin with is a little mm-hmm. dark. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's typical Chris Van Allsburg, but it's very dark for a Christmas movie. Yeah. Think about the shade of red that Santa's in and. You know, the, the jingle bell doesn't shine. It's just there. It's kind of, it's more that bronze, a little, you know, a little dulled down, I guess, or something. I don't know. But In the right. book or the movie? In the book. Okay. Yeah. In the movie, I think they made it shinier. Mm-hmm. But in the book, I don't think it is. I was just thinking about the scene in the movie when he's on the, the roof. Oh, uh-huh. The ghost, and he's talking to the kid. Is there a ghost? I thought he was a hobo. <laughs> Maybe I haven't paid attention to it. I think the hobo it. was a ghost. A, oh, the, the hobo was a ghost. ghost. <laughs> All right. Maybe it's just, it just I'm didn't like, appeal to me. I don't think you've really watched that movie because he appears a couple times in some situations that if he weren't a ghost, <laughs> it would have been impossible. Like do, he, yeah. do we still call them hobos? Is that... Oh. That's what he was. <laughs> Is that well, politically correct? Do we still have them? Who jump trains and... Oh, yes, I'm sure. I haven't seen any lately. I used to see them quite a bit back home. Well, there's also really not what we would call, like, a lot of trains, except for around Chris's house, but... <laughs> I was going to say that... <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, yeah. it's, it's so like mass trains transit. go faster now, too. Yeah. You can't hop a train. I don't think you can. So I'm thinking dauntless train, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Like everybody has to hop the train. I don't think you can do that anymore. Maybe if it was coming kind of close to 
a stop or something. Yeah, maybe I think they keep those things pretty. I think they keep those things pretty locked up now. Pretty yeah, I don't think that yeah. people can like get you don't in really them. have like those cars that have right. that open right sides. that box open box car kind yeah. of thing. Which I mean, what was the point of that? Yeah. Well, you, put well, you have to get them and back and forth. You know, you fill so them you up, you take them where you go, and you bring them back. And if they're empty, you just leave them open. You just leave them open. Mm-hmm. That's that. Although that doesn't seem was. aerodynamically efficient, does it? No. <laughs> hmm. But they people would. I mean, when, when yeah, I was I growing up, people we didn't know a lot about aerodynamics. Actually, I think that it would still be technically aerodynamic. Yeah. It's just from what I know about that kind of thing, but <laughs> s- sorry. What? That was a whole side conversation that we missed. We're gonna I don't even know why I went on. I, that's the thing. I, <laughs> <laughs> I think they would be aerodynamic because the way the wind, when it blows it, it creates like a pressure. Yeah. Like the pressure from inside is greater than the pressure outside. So instead of the wind like getting sucked in and, yeah. and creating a drag, it just goes. You can't see what I'm doing right now, but it like. <laughs> but it's very aerodynamically efficient. So <laughs> it says here that Josh Hutcherson uh-huh. was in Polar Express. Uh-huh. Was he? I don't know. So was he says, the kid? It says Hero Boy. Hero Boy. Who is Hero Boy? Hero Boy. Yeah. What? Yeah. That's what it says. Apparently there's more than one Hero Boy. D- but what? <laughs> I'm just looking at the cast here. I mean, there's a character called Know-It-All. I see Hero Boy is Daryl Sabara. Is there another Hero Boy? Oh, never mind. No, that's it. 2004, Robert Zemeckis. Further down, Josh Hutcherson, Hero Boy. Another Hero Boy? I don't know. Did he grow up or something in this movie? No, nobody grows up. It takes the place over what, like one, one day. One, one, yeah. yeah. Well, well, that's I'm thoroughly weird. confused. There's a whole bunch of acrobatic elves. But okay, so under Tom Hanks, it says Hero Boy too. What? It says Tom Hanks, Hero Boy, Father, Conductor, Hobo, Scrooge, Santa Claus. So I guess we do call them hobos. See. <laughs> I'm not entirely culturally insensitive. <laughs> I don't want to have to read this to find out. <laughs> I think we've invested too much time in the Polar Express as is. I think is. you're right. Yeah, it wasn't my favorite. I would much rather read that book with a group of kids than watch that movie. I would definitely say it is a Christmas movie, but it yeah, doesn't mean it's a definitely. good one. <laughs> yeah, there's no question about that to me. So what about uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? So the claymation, the, the traditional claymation. Uh-huh. I love that. Yeah, that That's one weird. in uh, Frosty the Snowman. Mm-hmm. It wasn't Rudolph originally a, like a commercial move by Sears or something Absolute like that? Absolutely, Macy's. Macy's? Yes, sir, Macy's. I think Macy's started a lot of that. Uh-huh. Like just a lot of Mr. May, what was his name? You can't see can't me remember. doing the air quotes when I say Christmas. <laughs> Robert May. Well, yeah, I mean, it's like all this made-up holidays yeah. that Hallmark made up so they could sell more cards. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it was a Macy's thing, and and they had got Gene Autry to record it, to record the song that he made up from this ad campaign. Mm-hmm. Very weird. And now he's a Christmas tradition, and... 
persona of all we hold dear. Is he? Dear. (laughs) D-E-E-R. Sorry. Is that, wait, was that cheesy or corny? Uh, I'm corny. Yeah, corny. Okay. She's trying to steal your thunder, Chris. She's trying to steal your thunder. What? (laughs) All the corniness and cheesiness puns. (laughs) Yeah, sorry. Okay, so what about... This is a really long list. Elf. (laughs) Yeah, that's a long list. Yeah, I'm not not pulling out most of them. But Elf. (laughs) Christmas movie. It's about an elf. It kind of grows on you a little bit. <laughs> it's never been my favorite. No, it's not been mine either. It's a, yeah. You not watched it? So mm-hmm. Bob Newhart is hilarious though, as the Papa Elf. <laughs> Tops, whatever his name is, the Elf. Will Ferrell. That's the one, but I can't. I remember don't know what his character Buddy? name is. Buddy. <laughs> yeah, that's what he's called. But when he has him sitting on his lap, it's just hilarious. Will Ferrell sitting on Bob Newhart's lap, uh, and Bob Newhart is what eighty years old yeah. or something, and and tiny. Uh, yeah, yes. Will yes. Yes. it's just so funny. Were we going to talk about Christmas music as well? I like Christmas music. Me too. After I start playing Christmas music Thanksgiving. after Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> Before uh, Thanksgiving is too early, but once Thanksgiving hits. It's okay. Yes. It's a free for all. <laughs> and you can start watching Christmas movies however you define that for yourself. <laughs> That's right. Our rule at our house is it has to be Thanksgiving to New Year's or a hundred degrees or more. And then you can watch Christmas movies. Thanksgiving to oh New Year's. Oh my goodness. Or- yeah. At, to New Year's or a hundred degrees or more. 100 degrees or more? And then you can watch Christmas movies. Because Christmas in July? Well, because it's so hot, Christmas movies make you feel like it's cooler. It's a psychological thing. Yeah. Like So when I was a kid and I had to vacuum in the summertime, I had an album of John Denver's Rocky Mountain Christmas, and I would always put that on the record player, yes, and crank it up really, really loud so I could hear it over the vacuum cleaner, and it always cooled me off. Because he's talking about Christmas and snow and mountains and all that. Works every time. That's interesting. So I just thought of one other Christmas movie that I need to mention. It's called Candy Claws. Anybody know Candy Claws? Mm -mm. That sounds a little creepy. So here's, yeah, there's a lot creepy about it. Um, My daughter was given this video, VHS tape, when she was little, um, and it was it's about a 30-minute animated thing called mm-hmm. Candy Claws. And it's about this doll so who I'm all in. gets left <laughs> behind and doesn't get, get taken to a, a little girl at Christmas because of somebody else. There's another doll that, that's a boy doll, of course, that wants to um, be taken to a child. But Candy's going to go first. But then she gets left behind. I think this is how it goes. She gets left behind, but then she ends up getting adopted by Santa and Mrs. Santa. So it's kind of a cute little story, except for, you know, dolls coming to life and things like that. But the weird part is 
there's a the theme song is sung by a bass. So it's not this candy, 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 candy. That's the that's the song. It's not very interesting, but it's a bass. So it's candy, 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 and it's really weird sounding. It sounds more like it ought to be on How the Grinch Stole Christmas, and it's you know. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. That is how that voice sounds. And it's supposed to be this cute little all about Candy Claus, the little doll who became Santa and Mrs. Santa's daughter. Mm -hmm. But it's a bass singing, so it's very weird. Okay. Sorry. That's all. Which reminds me of How a Grinch Stole Christmas, which we haven't even talked about. We didn't talk about that. How did we skip that? Are we talking the animated or the animated yeah. uh, so anybody want to talk about the not animated one <coughs> with jim carrey that one was pretty creepy it was yeah it was a little creepy aren't they doing yeah. a new oh he's do- a new one has he just did he just do the christmas carol like last year or the year before he did it a while back no, it was, a while. It was a quite a while further back. back yeah okay yeah. i thought that was creepy too i didn't like him because yeah. it was kind of that like Tom Hanks in the Polar Express, wasn't yes. it? That kind of CGI. Yeah. yeah, and it was probably around that same time. Yeah, I think you're. I guess you're right. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, the, I like animated. the animated. one. Yeah, me too. Little Cindy Lou Who, who was no more than two. Yeah, it's it's classic. It's like Charlie Brown. And, yeah. And all of them. Yeah, have to see him every year. But yeah, I don't. I don't ever think that about the new one. The live one. Oh no! I know some people that really like it. Yeah. And I, I mean, I guess it's it, if you don't have anything better to do while you're wrapping presents or something, it's not. I, I just don't think they the should think ever. Of lots of better things to do. Yeah, I just don't think they should ever do like a live action Doctor Seuss movie ever. Yeah, I agree with that like as well. The cat in the hat I don't was, think they needed to do the Cat in the Hat. Yeah. So keep it animated. Like the Lorax they did, or yeah, or the Horton Hears a Who, that makes more sense. So, I saw on your list, Don, that Frozen is on there. How is that a Christmas movie? Because there was a reindeer. <laughs> you know, there was. It was right. cold. Yeah, it's always cold. Uh, magical snowman. Yeah. yeah, but you know, it's not always cold in Texas on Christmas. No, so there's definitely no magical snowman. It's never if cold. If they are snowmen, then they are magical. Because it's... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because for some reason there's snow. <laughs> and it was a Christmas miracle. <laughs> so then there's Christmas in Australia, where you go to the beach, and Santa wears his swim trunks. And you build a Sandman? Oh, that gets you a whole different direction, doesn't it? <laughs> Does it? I don't know. Neil Gaiman, Sandman. Yeah. <laughs> it's a different thing. Right? That's a different thing. So... I realized that we failed to mention Holiday Inn and White Christmas, which I've always gotten confused about, which the, is which, because they're very similar. They're essentially the same thing? Yeah, sort of, kind of, yeah. But, so I love Danny Kay, so anything he's in is good. So Holiday Inn is not a hotel. It's a movie. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay. I know there's a song, uh, something about going to the Holiday Inn. Really? And I think it's a Christmas song. Is it about, from that? It might be. I've heard oh, it. Oh, I don't remember it. I think I've heard it played on the radio or something before, but, you know, it's one of those. 
So I know I've seen White Christmas all the way through, and I know I've seen Holiday Inn all the way through, but I couldn't tell you what the difference is. And I know that for a long time, I thought they were the same movie. Hmm. Well, they're about a decade apart. Okay. Which one is later? Holiday Inn? Holiday Inn is first. 1942. Ah. White Christmas was 54. I wonder if White Christmas was... Holy cow, people forgot about Holiday Inn. Maybe we should remake it and make it say Christmas instead of just generic holiday. Mm. Could be. So is it the same people? Is it... Um, Crosby, yes. In Crosby. Are they both in both of those movies? In... I know they're in White Christmas, but in Holiday Inn? He's in Holiday Inn. Bing Crosby and Fred Astaire. Oh, Fred Astaire's in Holiday Inn. Hmm. So it had to be slightly more serious because Danny Kaye would make it more (laughs) funny. Okay. Well, anyway, I know those are both Christmas movies. Are they? They are. Because White Christmas, anyway, yes, it has it in the title, but... It's all about family and <laughs> <That's> what? <laughs> and they end up with the the great big Christmas tree, and they're all wearing red, and they're singing "I'm Dreaming of a White Christmas." There's some amazing dancing in White Christmas because um, Danny Kay and oh, I can't remember her name, Evelyn. Vera? Vera Ellen? Vera Ellen, that's the one. She and Danny Kay dancing are just incredible. And there'll be songs you recognize in there besides White Christmas. And then and their dancing is just amazing. And the story of Vera Ellen who had eating disorders is really sad one, but you know, she she found a, a good life after after being a dancer and having eating disorders, but still, she it, just amazing dancing. The song "Snow" was written by Irving Berlin uh-huh. many years before the film. Uh-huh. It was originally called "Free" and included a different subject and lyrics. <laughs> so was it really written uh, by him? <laughs> yeah, Berlin rewrote the song with a winter theme for White Christmas. Yay, Irving Berlin! <laughs> it's just like. That doesn't sound like the same song to me, bro. Right. <laughs> Irving Berlin wrote everything during that time. Just right? about, yeah. The song White Christmas was in <laughs> Holiday Inn. Mm. Uh, and that led to the film based on the song White Christmas. That sounds like a Hallmark movie. Well, let's base his entire movie it. on <laughs> a song. It, well, it it's, like, loosely, it's like it's like it's like the Rudolph <laughs> claymation, which was based on a song. On a song it's yeah. like you know everything else is based on a song. So, have we seen movies that aren't Christmas that are completely based? Uh, yeah, that are based on songs. Yeah, The Bodyguard. Oh yeah, Houston. Yeah, true. Okay, well, you know all those things from Dolly Parton, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dolly, and your coat of many colors, and your Christmas coat of many colors, and, and your nine to five. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised they haven't made an Islands in the Stream movie. <laughs> Is there a Jolene movie? Um, 
I'm sure there's lots of movies. Is there a U.S. Terror Blues movie? Not one directly called Jolene. All right. Have we strayed too far from... Um, yeah, I guess. Pseudo-Christmas movies? I don't know. And in closing, I guess we can say that different people like to watch different kinds of movies around different times of the year, the holidays, and and we don't disparage anybody for choosing to watch movies differently than everybody else. Go for it. And you celebrate. You celebrate your way. We don't care. I think it's great. <laughs> Whatever's meaningful to you for yep. Christmas. So, and and I guess the, that brings us to the end of this, this episode. episode of Long Overdue Podcast. <laughs>